This show is presented in part by Dodge. Domestic, not domesticated. Auto News. Exclusive interviews. Real world test drives. It's your turn to step into the driver's seat. This is The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. One disgusted guy. That's what I am. I had to pay $189 to fill my truck yesterday. $189. And yeah, I've been using it a lot, so I'm I'm at a half a tank already. And uh, that's where we're going. Gasoline is, you know, what is it? It's five and a half dollars a gallon. Diesel right now, I had to pay six fifty a dollar more a gallon. Where does that make any sense at all? It takes less to make diesel fuel than it does gas. I don't know. I'm I'm sick and tired of the games. I I know that it's it's a, a giant manipulation. Don't get me going, Ed Justice Jr. Ed Justice Jr. joining us. <laughs> Ed. What in the world? How much is gas where you live? Well, this morning, of course, if you go over to Beverly Hills or the West L.A. area, they've been $8, I guess, for quite a while. But in a rural area this morning, San Dimas, which is very much a middle-class, blue-collar town, I saw $6.99. Now, what is amazing is... For a lot of people in SUVs, they literally cannot fill up the tank whether they have the money or not because at a lot of stations, it's a $100 cutoff. Right. So people are going in to fill their tank up, and they're maybe getting a half to three-quarters of a tank of gas and having to make a second stop. You know, all this is preventable. Yeah. I mean, a year ago, we were paying half. Yep. or less of what we are paying now. I see it in representation of freight costs. Sure. Freight costs affect all of us. The food on your table, the supplies that the farmers need in order to grow that food is affected by freight costs. Oh, yeah. That TV set that you bought for so cheap a few months ago has now gone up dramatically because of freight costs. Sure. Not just the trucking domestically, which is itself a problem, but the containers. Containers have gone from $3,000 for a container, shipping container, to well over 20000 I don't know what the latest, yeah. latest amount is. But, you know, the people of America need to realize that the cost can be brought down. And it's not caused by the Russian war. Okay, that's really affecting Europe because they created a huge dependency upon Russian. We're the largest oil producer in the world, America, and we have put a lid. In the first week that our current president was in office, signed an executive order that started this down this road. Yep. I think it was, what, 50 executive orders. It was a record, and this was one of them. And so, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you're paying for it. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I feel it affects all of us. Yeah. And uh, well, it, it does. in, in it Southern does. California, if you commute to work, which a lot of people do in Southern California, like a lot of other areas. Sure. And uh, 
there's no riding the mass transit in Southern California safely mm. because it's crazy. Uh, right? We have a district attorney right now that's in the middle of a recall right. that it doesn't want to enforce the laws. Oh, oh and uh, in fact, the appellate court just last uh, week or two said, no, you were elected to enforce the laws and you can't choose whether you enforce the law. And uh, that was on three strikes and special circumstances and all that. But the gas situation, because this is an automotive show, we really need to get it under control. And diesel, too. I mean, it, the fuel situation, it's killing. It's killing people. Well, you know it's what? It's really killing them. You, uh, you said something about containers for shipping containers from wherever they're going to go in this world. A guy called about one of my cars that I have for sale, and he was, lives in Hawaii. He said, I'd buy it, but it's going to cost me $5,000 to ship it there. More than double when it cost not too long ago. And, you know, three times what it used to cost, if you know what I'm saying. But, yeah, we're all being affected in a very negative well, way. Hold tight. We're going to take a break. Yeah. Okay. I know. Ed Justice has got a lot to say. So we'll come back and talk more on the other side. It is The Drive. Stay with us. tuned there's more of the drive with alan taylor getting a new ride is fun shopping online for a new car not so much stop doing the same car search over and over again on multiple sites and try autotempest.com see all the cars with one easy search our powerful search engine scours all the top car shopping sites giving you instant results so you can easily browse all the listings with one search whether a dream ride, a family hauler, or a work truck, let us help you find your next ride. Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. Well, you're listening to The Drive. Yes, like you guys out there, we are pissed off too. Who should be having to pay this six, seven, eight bucks a gallon for fuel? You know, people in the Midwest, because we have radio stations all over the country, you know what it costs to fill those oil tanks right now for heating. And, you know, yeah, it's not a problem right at the moment, but wait until this winter comes. Holy mackerel. Yeah, it's uh, nothing else you can do but be mad right now. Ed Justice Jr., Justice Brothers America's brand for quality uh, service department products. You know, Ed... I was driving along today with a young guy who's working with me. He says, look at that. They're building another oil change place. He goes, I don't even know why they're doing that. He says, we're going to have electric cars pretty soon. I said, you know what? <laughs> He's like 25 years old. I go, I don't think that's going to be the solution. I'm sorry. I just don't. What do you think? Well, Alan, you know, if you talk to the people in the automotive industry, off the record, this is going to take years to come online. Oh, yeah. I mean, here's the easiest way I can explain it. A lot of what's been said, a lot of what's being reported, even in journals like Automotive News, which is the Bible for the car, new car dealer industry, they had an article about how you're going to be able to charge your electric car on the highway with wires in the highway. Yeah. Okay. Let's just come all out of the clouds for a minute. 
and how beautiful this would be and will be and talk about reality. I don't care where you live. Are they fixing the potholes in your highway? Are they fixing the potholes in your street? I mean, here in Los Angeles, Southern California, we have problems with the freeways being beat down by the trucks, et cetera, et cetera. So I want you to ask yourself a simple question. They can't fix potholes, but yet we're going to have wires in the highway where you're going to charge your car. Well, you know what it is? You know what it is? It's time for a dose of reality here. Uh, Agreed. Because, first of all, it's a novel idea, and yes, you could in a perfect world, but we don't live in a perfect world. Yes, you could charge your cars. We have wireless charging in most of the cars, you know, the new cars these days. I have right now a brand new Mercedes-Benz. I'll talk about it on the show this week. Brand new, and it has wireless charging. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. So I'm like, um, well, is there a button I'm supposed to push? You shouldn't have to do anything. You should be able to drop your late model phone on it. In my case, I have an, an Apple, the, the, one of the newer Apples. You should be able to drop it right on, and it should start charging. Doesn't do it. Yeah, I took it out of the case. You're Doesn't talking do about it. charging your phone. I'm talking about the highway charging your car. <laughs> right, right, right. In other words, right. if my phone doesn't work, yeah, how well do you think? So we don't live in a perfect world. And, you know, yes, you. it is feasible to do it, but it's going to be far and long after both you and I have turned to dust, just so you know. Okay. It's important for people to, to start realizing that politicians are great at throwing out big ideas, yep. ridiculous things in order to get elected without any consideration about where the money is going to come from or how much it will cost and whether we can afford to pay for it. Okay, and so a lot of these deadlines, 2030, this, that, whatever, when you start doing the math, you go, we don't have the money to make this happen. And they go, well, yeah, we will. Well, are they going to print more money? Yes, they will. That's part of why we're having the inflation that we're having right now. Are they going to continue to raise your taxes? Yep. I mean, this is where people have to start getting real here. And because... Most politicians, and I'm not talking any party here, okay? Most politicians are not people that really have built anything. They're disconnected from making things, from actually running a company. I mean, George McGovern, who ran for president years ago, did an interview in the Los Angeles Times. After he got out of politics, I guess he ran an inn up in the Northeast somewhere. And he said, after his experiences of being an innkeeper, that no politician should be able to run for office until they've owned and operated a business. Wow. And uh, I thought that was a rather interesting... It was in the LA Times. It, wow. It was, uh, it, when I read that, I was like, wow, that's, that's amazing. I mean, I, I, I have to say, yeah. I don't disagree with that I statement. I don't disagree. All right, hold tight. When we come back, yes, and, and I, I believe that politicians should come from the entrepreneur pool uh to your point anyway when we come back i want to ask you about uh indy 500 325,000 people showed up amazing and ed was there we'll be right back he was working for the place called lee hall folks gonna get a big dish of beef chow man. 
Why should you trust Brembo Brakes? Because 60 years of racing, testing, braking, and bettering. Because dogs in the road, indecisive squirrels, and that kid chasing the lost ball. Because tiny humans in the back seat and blind turns in front of you. Because every car should be equipped with the same kind of performance, safety, and comfort that manufacturers and professional drivers trust every day. Visit buybrimbo.com and learn more about the most trusted brakes in braking. Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. And our show is brought to you in part by Dodge Domestic, not domesticated. They have some really good deals going on. I don't know if you've seen the 0% interest on the new Challenger and stuff like that. Well, check it out at the Dodge dealer near you. Uh, Ed Justice Jr. joining us. Uh, Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. Justicebrothers.com on the web. And if you want to learn more about Ed Justice, uh, just look him up. Ed Justice. He does a lot of stuff. He's a photographer. I don't know. He's so many things that you do, Ed. Um, well, I, I've got a website. It's edjusticejr.com. Okay. And, uh, yeah, you can find out about it all there. But yep. anyway. You're, you're into cars and what have you. Ed was the host of Road & Track Magazine's radio show, as I was the host of Car & Driver's radio show. And before that, Motor Trend. But anyway, uh, now we're, we're freelance kind of guys, and it's a whole lot easier and better, in my opinion, to do this way. Uh, let's talk about the Indy 500. I know you went out there, and give us a little uh, color commentary of how it was. Sure. I mean, look, this was the first year back from COVID. And what does that mean? I mean, COVID's still out there. We all know that. I had COVID recently. Came out okay. Yeah. Not to say that, not that. COVID can't be deadly for some. We all know that, okay? Right. But this was the first year back from COVID. Last year, they topped the attendance at about 140,000, I think was the number. And every day before we went into the garage area, we had to go through a process to verify that we were okay, a COVID screening process. We also had to provide that we had been vaccinated. If you weren't vaccinated, you could not go into the garage area. So you had to show proof of vaccination. Uh, same thing this year to get your credential. But this year, there was no limit on attendance. And so the attendance was 325,000 plus, which is the largest single day sporting event in the world. Period. Amazing. Wow. Uh, World Cup. World Cup will get a lot of people, but that's not single day. Le Mans will yeah. get a big crowd, but it's not all paid attendance. Uh. This is the largest single-day paid attendance sporting event in the world. By the way, you mentioned Le Mans. That's this weekend. Yeah, yeah, it's this weekend. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and look, at Le Mans and Indy are two of the greatest races ever. I mean, they're completely similar but different. And I've been, you know, I've been to both, and, and I love them both. I mean, I have the greatest respect for the 24-hour Le Mans, just like I do the Indy 500. My family's got a bigger history at the Indy 500 than the 24-hour Le Mans, which we won a few years ago in the 2000s. But anyway. What were the two highlights? Because you've only got about three minutes left. Give me the highlights and the lowlights for me, if you would. Okay, of the Indy 500. Well, one of the things, I don't know, it's maybe a highlight and a lowlight. You know, everybody has been watching Jimmy Johnson and his drive in IndyCar. And uh, 
the Indy 500 was going to be his breakout, getting on the ovals, the road courses he's been, you know, like this weekend, this last weekend at uh, Detroit. He basically ran, if not last, very close to last the whole race. (laughs) He has not been very good on the road courses. So the ovals are supposed to be it. Well, look, he's on the team that dominated the Indianapolis 500 this year, the Ganassi team. Their car won the race. Scott Dixon led the most laps. He's with Ganassi. Alex Pillow, who was running second and could have won the race, he's in Ganassi. Tony Kanaan, who ran third and could have won the race and finished third, as I remember, he was with Ganassi. So there's four of the five. Mm. The fifth car, Jimmy Johnson, ran towards the bottom of the field the entire race, crashed on about four laps from the end, and finished about 28th. His crash was what they would call in baseball an unforced error. He dropped the left front wheel down onto the cement apron. And the minute you watch the video and you stop it frame by frame, the minute, if people want to learn, the minute his wheel goes down on that cement apron, boom, it turns the car and he's in the wall. Mm. Right behind him was Scott Dixon, teammate. And if you follow the video of him going through the turn, he's not down on the apron He's up on the asphalt, and this is the guy that led the most laps. So it was, I think, a letdown for a lot of people that Jimmy didn't finish better, and uh, I think there's discussion on why or why not. Who knows? But anyway, it was interesting to see. A highlight was the winner, Marcus Erickson. I mean, it's great to see a new young talent. He drove a really good race. Luck went his way. Some other people had bad luck, and he had some good luck. And, you know, really, that's the way you win the Indy 500. Virtually every year that I can ever think of when it comes to a victory, you have to have some good luck, have the least amount of bad luck, and be in the right place at the right time and lead that last lap. And Scott Dixon sort of proved this year, sadly, doesn't matter how many laps you lead, and he said this at the banquet, if you don't lead the last one. That's right. (laughs) Well, I wonder, I'm going to play the song, Eye of the Tiger. I wonder if Jimmy Johnson has lost the Eye of the Tiger. Uh, I said that last week about Elio Castroneves to Stephen Cole Smith, and he says, nope, I don't think so. I think he's still got the Eye of the Tiger. But uh, I don't know, maybe Jimmy Johnson, he's won so many times, it just doesn't matter anymore, you know? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Time will tell. Ed, thanks for hanging with us for a little bit. Glad you had fun out at the Indy 500. Missed uh, missed having you on the show the week after. I know you were traveling that day. but um, EdJusticeJr.com and JusticeBrothers.com. My good friend, Ed Justice. Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Alan. Always great to talk with you. Calling in from Chick-fil-A parking lot. That's uh, always a plus. We'll be right back. Stay with us. <laughs> The word never carries a lot of weight. Never forget, never settle, never surrender. And now Dodge is proud to announce Never Lift, the full throttle rally cry of stepping on the gas and never letting up. With the 475 horsepower Durango SRT 392 and the muscle car dynamic duo Dodge Charger and Challenger and the introduction of Dodge Power Brokers, your official dealer for legendary direct connection performance parts. For more on the Never Lift mindset, go to Dodge.com. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC.
This is The Drive with Alan Taylor. And our show is brought to you in part by Subaru. Love. It's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. And uh, Ed Justice Jr., who we were just talking to, called in from uh, Chick-fil-A. He was having a kale salad, trying to convince me how good the kale salad is. I would rather eat an old mattress in a wrecking yard. Uh, not that they have mattresses in wrecking yards, but I have seen them there. Uh, Carl Brower joining us now. God knows where he is. Carl, where the heck are you? I am sitting on the side of Lookout Mountain, looking out over Denver, Golden, the Coors Brewery, Tabletop Mountain, basically my home stomping grounds where I grew up. Well, wait a minute. So you're on the side of the road... Are you hitchhiking? Or, I mean, are you, uh, you've been kicked out? What's the story? What, what, what are you doing? All very reasonable questions, Alan. <laughs> yes. uh, in this case, I'm actually on purpose the road because I am on the uh, Long Tail Rally version 2022. I did this one year ago, had a blast, and had to come back for more. So I'm on the Long Tail Rally round two. Oh, my gosh. Well, sounds like fun. What are you driving? I am driving a Acura NSX. Oh, Acura was kind enough to loan me an NSX for this nine-day, 3,000-mile odyssey, starting in San Francisco and ending in Scottsdale, Arizona, with stops in Tahoe, Park City, Vail, Colorado Springs, Santa Fe, and Scottsdale to finish it off. And so, how many days? How many days is it? Started on uh, technically Friday, June third, and ends on uh, at the end of the night, Saturday, June eleventh. All right, because I would not suggest that while driving the Acura on that particular road, you try and eat a kale salad from wherever. It doesn't matter. It's uh, it's like eating a mattress from a wrecking yard, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> What else have you been doing, by the way? I'm just curious. I I know you have been very prolific in your travel lately. What what else have you been doing? So I was in Italy a couple weeks ago seeing the uh, Maserati MC20 Cello, which uh, is Italian for Sky, and uh, that's the convertible version of the new MC20 mid-engine supercar that Maserati just recently started putting on sale in coupe form. Now comes the convertible. Oh. Wow. How was travel, by the way? I, I, I haven't been anywhere really significant since the whole COVID thing. How did you do? Yeah, I was happily surprised at how, for the most part, painless it was. Although it was annoying to have to go through all the trouble to get your shot before you left the U.S. and have nobody ask a thing about it and wonder why you did that. But when I was coming back, I had to do it again 24 hours, 48 hours before my flight. I had to have a negative COVID test proof uh, positive had it coming back, and they did ask me, to their credit, in the uh, Bologna airport, where's your negative test? And I had it, and they said, okay, we'll let you fly. So when you say a shot for gonorrhea, what, what did you take a shot for? Uh, no, it was syphilis, actually, in this case. It was really unfortunate. No, no. Um, no, it was a test to make sure you have a negative COVID test. Oh, the negative. You, gotta, okay. you don't have COVID. Okay. Yeah. I think that the COVID thing is pretty much over, isn't it? 
as we know it? Well, I would argue that I think it's pretty much over for all rational people, but there are plenty of frightened and or um, effectively cornswoggled people, uh, you know, hoodwinked people who are still, we're all going to die. Well, you know, Ed Justice literally just had it a couple of weeks ago, and he said, you know, although it sucked, I got through it. And I think that, you know, so much of it was, you know, uh, of course, yes, people did die from it. Absolutely. There's no question about it. But people die from the common cold every day. So I think that, you know, like this monkeypox thing, not to get political, but here comes something else. And when it's not monkeypox, it's going to be lizard uh, lips. I don't know. It'll be something else anyway. But- <laughs> Oh no! He's all. By the way, all of Hollywood, the women in Hollywood, all have lizard lips. (laughs) I know. I I hope it's not catching too. uh, uh, Yeah, it's always unfortunate when you say when you feel like, well, maybe this was all completely above board, but boy, did a lot of people make money off of this. I mean, there are now former millionaires who are billionaires now at various pharmaceutical companies, and it's like, huh, right, huh. Okay. Yikes. Okay, so Um, you are on this long-tail rally from San Francisco to Scottsdale, Arizona, and everywhere in between in exotic cars. So are you going to be changing out cars, or do you drive this uh, Acura, what is it again, the uh, NSX? NSX. Drive it the whole way? Uh, I will drive it the whole way. Acura was uh, kind enough to let me drive the car the entire time, have it for best effectively nine days and, uh, you know, what, six, five states? I don't know. And, you know, there's there's all sorts of great stuff we're doing in between. We were just up in the above Vale and Beaver Creek riding off-road vehicles. We're going to go up Pikes Peak and custom, like, closed just for us. We get to drive up Pikes Peak. It's really fabulous. And they've got, you know, i got to credit not just the Long Tail Rally people and Mike Knapp and Julie who uh, run this thing fabulously, but they get all the right support people like uh, Protective Film Solutions, PFS, who does all the all the protective film that you want on a car like this when you're driving a car like this because, you know, things get thrown at you. So you got your protective film and then X-Comp tires, Vorsteiner wheels, and even, you know what, Porsche of Colorado Springs, they're helping arrange the whole Pikes Peak run up there with the um, closed course so that wow. we can all run it and have fun. So, what a lot of was, good stuff. These guys really know how to run a rally, Alan. I wouldn't normally do one of these things, but they run it really well. What was the uh, most interesting gas price you have seen uh, this uh, so far on this journey? I wish I could just say I've seen it, but I'll just tell you what I've paid. I paid <laughs> seven forty nine. No, I paid seven forty nine. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. Of course, that was in California. Oh, I was in god. California. I just filled this thing. I just filled up this car this morning, and it was only big air quotes around only five forty seven in uh, in uh, Minter. I think it was right by Leadville, Colorado. I just filled it up there. Wow. Okay, so you own a Ford GT, the newest one, which is a 2021, I think. And I own a 2019, but yeah, they're all the same from 17 to 22. Is yeah. that how old it is? Is that, is that you got to be kidding me? I'm surprised. I thought you just got the car. Didn't you just get the car? Or that did, was three years ago, three and a half years ago. Uh, I got it in January of 2019. Oh, so that's right, because the COVID years are like leap years. You just you just let them go. Yeah. Uh, when, yes. when we come back, we'll talk about the comparing of these cars, yours being worth about a million dollars, even though you only paid half that for it, which I know you, I don't know. 
I guess you can live without all of your internal organs, and you're proof of that. Sold one to buy that yes. car. <laughs> but uh, the NSX, I think are they're like 120 or well, how much are they, by the way? Like a new one is like 180. Oh! Get them on the open market for 150. Oh, God. <laughs> Acura for 180. We'll take a break. We'll talk more to the guy on the, what is it called? The Long Tail Rally. Having his, I don't know what's he eating over there. We'll be right back. Discover the 2022 Subaru Forester Wilderness, the second member of the Subaru Wilderness family. Featuring 9.2 inches of ground clearance, standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, and all-terrain tires for increased off-road capability. Plus, a design that's bold and protective at the same time. The Forester Wilderness unlocks a whole new level of adventure. Discover more at Subaru.com wilderness. Yes, yes, yes. Carl tells me during the commercial break he has not eaten in since yesterday because he's driving exotic yep. cars. How do you do that, Carl? I mean, most people need you know a little sustenance to keep themselves going. Um, what's the story? I mean, don't they stop when you're on a rally? Don't you get a time? You were talking about all this fun stuff you did. There was no lunch break. You need some kale. <laughs> there, there's a kale salad. There's totally lunch breaks, but uh, literally the sustenance for me is driving incredible cars over incredible roads. I, I kind of could do that without sleep or food for an indefinite period, and I'm not kidding. So, yeah, I have not eaten since yesterday. That today was busy. We had to do the four-wheeling thing this morning. I'm heading down to Denver to see my dad and my sister, stopping on the way at this beautiful overlook to talk to you. Who has time for food, Alan? I got better things to do. So you're literally sitting on the side of the road on Lookout Pass or whatever it's called in an Acura NSX that uh, window stickers out for what you said, like 180 or so thousand bucks. Isn't it weird to think, Carl, and both of us have been in this business for many, many years, decades, that we are now talking about, you know, buying and owning cars from Ford Motor Company that are a half a million dollar window sticker that immediately are worth a million bucks and then some with an Acura, an Acura, which, you know, Lexus, Acura, Chevrolet with the Corvette, they make cars that are $150,000, $180,000, and people are buying them as fast as they can make them. Yet, we're having to pay six ninety nine, seven fifty eight bucks a gallon for gas, and it's not slowing us down at all. Yeah, I know. I sometimes wonder what other people who see this line of exotic cars and bright colors of the rainbow running down the uh, freeway right next to six, seven, seven fifty dollar gas uh, signs must be thinking. But I think, again, the answer is we've all got our priorities and we've all got the things that make our world go around. And uh, for people on this rally and people like me, and I believe you too, Alan, these are the things that make the world go around for us. A, a car passion and getting out there and experiencing life from an automotive perspective and bringing everything with that people, scenery, incredible driving roads. I mean, this road, this lookout mountain road, I'm telling you, super handling all wheel drive. Anyone who's ever been in the Denver area and driven up and down lookout mountain road. I've been on this road on a Ducati Paso, an 87 Paso, a 91 Ducati 851 Superbike. I re I just recreated the photo I sent you, Alan is the recreation of the photo I did in my 05 Ford GT in mm. 2008. When I came back here, 
for my uh, high school reunion. And I pulled over at that same overlook and took that same exact photo. I had to recreate it with this NSX. So, you know, this is the stuff I live for. Coming back to my stomping grounds in increasingly fun and cool cars. He sent me the picture. I was looking at it. And although it is a bright yellow, like shell color, shell yellow, of everything shell these days is yellow. I was looking at this and I thought, what is that, a McLaren? Amazing that you can mistake an Acura for a McLaren, right? And I was looking at the background. I'm going, hmm, it says long tail on the car. I thought, well, where is he? Is he on the the tail of the dragon? You know, which is what, in North Carolina or something, right? I've never been there. Yeah, I haven't either. It's right. It's somewhere near there, yeah. Yeah, right? So, but I'm looking at the picture. I think Virginia's part of it. I think it's more closer to Virginia, West Virginia, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've never been, so I don't know, but I've heard beautiful things about it. This looks like a fun road. All right, so compared to your... Ford GT, like you said, super handling all-wheel drive. The NSX from, I think it was 1991 when they first came out. Do you remember what year it was? Around uh, early 1992? I think you got it right with 91. It was right in that time frame, early 90s, and then they made it through 2004 or 5, I believe. Right. I remember driving one of these early ones at Laguna Seca going, oh, my God. Gosh, this is amazing. And I have to assume this is the same kind of an experience. But compared to your car, just give me one minute on that. Real quick. Well, the first Acura NSX resent the benchmark for supercars. Because Acura basically made a car that was as good as 911 turbos and Ferrari 348s and 360s at the time. Actually, 348s would have been for way less money. And uh, 355, sorry, and 355s for less money. So then everyone else had to go back to the drawing board. All the Europeans would be like, crap, we got to do this better now. Look what the Japanese are doing. And then this car came out in uh, 17. It was kind of the same thing because remember, by 17, there were these hybrid cars. You had these P1s and LaFerraris and 918s from, you know, Porsche and Ferrari and McLaren that had internal combustion and uh, hybrid powertrains, electric motors. But they cost $800, $900 million. This car came out for under 200000 I think the first two, they were under 180 160 And it had the same technology. Three electric motors, two on the front, one for each front wheel, one on the back for the rear wheels, plus the turbo V6 back there. All right, hold All on, hold on, hold on. You are geeking out, and i got to take a break. Just calm yourself down, Carl. Make sure the emergency brake is on. I don't want you to get hurt. Put the kale salad down, Carl. Put the kale salad down. We'll be right back. Miss the latest auto news, videos, and real world reviews. Find us online at the drive with Alan Taylor.com. Getting a new ride is fun. Shopping online for a new car, not so much. Stop doing the same car search over and over again on multiple sites and try Autotempest.com. See all the cars with one easy search. Our powerful search engine scours all the top car shopping sites, giving you instant results so you can easily browse all the listings with one search. Whether a dream ride, a family hauler, or a work truck, let us help you find your next ride. Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search.
This is The Drive with Alan Taylor. And on The Drive today, we have from iccars.com executive analyst Carl Brower. He's also a contributor to Forbes Autos. And he is a juror and board member of the North American Car and Truck and SUV of the Year. And, uh, and he's my buddy. And, uh, yes, the show is called The Drive. He is literally on The Drive, not eating a kale salad. He actually admitted that he's not eaten anything. And I think that life is sustainable in, in this strange way, Carl, when you have adrenaline running through your veins and through your stomach. You can lose weight really fast this way, by the way. If you could keep driving for a week, I bet you could lose 15 pounds. <laughs> it's true. By the way, I wanted to be down to a given weight before I went on this trip just because I wanted to feel really good about myself, and I, uh, I hit it Friday morning before I left for the airport oh. to fly up to San Fran to get the end. In fact, good I was very for happy. You. With you just but, broke, um, you broke 300 finally. That's great. Oh, man. Dude, you know 305. what? <laughs> you 305. I'm actually at high school weight again, Alan, so it's kind of cool. I'm back wow. in my hometown, and I'm at high school weight. It's kind of neat. Dang. Um, high school weight? Wait a minute. I'd have to lose a full 100 pounds. <laughs> oh, well, anyway. I had, to, I, I had to lose a lot to get there, but I'm feeling pretty good about it. All. But I, like you said, and now I'm feeling good because I'm not even putting it back on on this trip because I'm not eating. I'm driving and, yeah. and enjoying the, and feeding off of energy instead of food. All right. What's, but, but yeah, I, I have a question. Hold on. Don't go past me on this. You're trying to pass in a no-passing sure. zone. What sport do you think I played in high school? You might know. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Water polo. Oh, you're right. How did you know? Did I tell you that before? <laughs> so, listen, it, the fact is that if I went back to my high school at this weight, they would literally think there was a manatee in the pool, and they would probably try and harpoon me. <laughs> anyway, all right, give me two minutes on the final comparison between this Acura NSX and your Ford GT. Because they are two completely different animals, but especially because the, the Acura has got this, you know, all-wheel drive, and it's, uh, yeah, it's only, uh, what is it? Hybrid. Uh, Hybrid powertrain, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's got electric motors plus combustion. Yeah. So, uh, uh, what is it, 20% yeah. the price, too, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and it's 20% the price. But, no, this car is just super refined, Alan. This car is such a sweetheart. And, I mean, this is what I would say about the NSX, the new NSX. I would say that it's stupidly capable because the all-wheel drive and that super handling all-wheel drive will pull you. Literally, when yeah. you're rolling in the throttle, the outside wheels will turn more than the inside to help steer you through. It takes your steering input and redirects the torque to the different wheels based on that. So it's just almost like freaky capable. It doesn't make the kind of noises the Ford GT makes. It doesn't have the kind of crazy-ass exterior styling the Ford GT has. It is winning races. You know, the Ford GT did really good at Le Mans, the new one. Well, this thing's been winning its division, too, in IMSA. So it's actually got about this good race pedigree. But at this thing, there's a quiet mode in this. You can put it in quiet mode, and it's kind of like a Lexus. It's almost like a sensory deprivation chamber. But when you put it in Sport Plus Plus, it'll start holding gears and making a lot of noise like you want it to. Wait a minute, so, wait a minute, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait more a minute. refined, more refined than the GT. A sensory deprivation chamber. 
Lexus. <laughs> I, I wanted Did to you ever see Altered States? <laughs> yes. Movie Altered States? I just Blake wanted Lord. to I, sit I used to make that. fun of Lexuses and say, all right, let's get in the sensory deprivation chamber when you get in the LS Lexus sedan. And all. Okay. Which some people want. I would just say. I know. I, and I, I made the mistake one time of making a comment like that to uh, people at Acura, and that was probably 15 years ago. I haven't driven one since. This is what happens. It's called blackballing. Anyway. Okay. Final <laughs> thoughts. The man who is out there on the uh, tail of the uh, long tail. It's called the long tail rally. Please eat. We don't want to have you black out because if you, you know, low sugar, you could black out. <laughs> is there anybody with you or are you by yourself? Well, I'm doing a solo run from Vail down to Denver to see my family. Uh, but there's 41 cars on this trip. We no, got McLarens, but I mean, we got Yeah, but horses, I mean, I mean in the car with you. Are you, do you driving all the time by yourself? I'm only by myself for this run. I do oh, okay. have a co-driver who is helping me navigate. Okay. Yes. All right. Who is it? Anybody I know? Just curious. It is not anyone you know. It, it should is, have uh, been her me. Name is Colby uh, Napier. She okay. works at one of the other shops that's helping kind of put this all together. All right. and she knows how to shoot photos. You tell Colby, Colby Beef. I like Colby's barbecued Colby Beef. That's what <laughs> I just wanted to say. That. All right, Carl, this is for you. Ready? Ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, there it is. A little James Brown. Um, I know it's a hard comparison, the NSX from Acura to the Ford GT. It's not even a fair one, but actually, it's a lot of car for the money. Carl, thank you very much. Have fun. Say hi to the family for me. Um, I would like to see a photo of you in that new Speedo you got, Floral Speedo. Thank you, Carl. Have fun. <laughs> Awesome talking to you, Alan. Love talking to you. Take care, sir. All right. We've got another hour to go. Don't go anywhere. It is the drive. Shopping for cars online is slow. Checking all those different sites one by one. Auto Tempest doesn't like slow. That's why we sponsor NASCAR driver Chris Busher in the number 17 Ford Mustang. It's also why we created a powerful search engine that will scour all the top car shopping sites, letting you search used car listings from across the internet in one search. Why waste time searching each site separately? Use Auto Tempest instead. Find all the cars. Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. This show is presented in part by Dodge Domestic. Not domesticated. Auto News. Exclusive interviews. Real world test drives. It's your turn to step into the driver's seat. This is The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. Well, hello, 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 and one more time. Hello, 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 BJ. Hello, 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 Mr. Alan. Oh, that's what happens when you're dehydrated. Your brain shrinks, and mine is rolling around like a pea inside of a bucket. Uh, not peeing in a bucket. Oh, well, no water, a, no pee. So, a, a little yeah, pee in a bucket. Yeah. Well, see, that didn't come out right. <laughs> Somebody's going to th think I'm talking about urination in a bucket. Let me ask you, um, you're the person that brings the news to the table. From the Automotive News Desk, here's BJ Colleen. What do you got going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a whole bunch of fun stuff to talk about, but let's let's talk about Rivian Automotive. And I think everybody knows that Rivian is a builder of electric truck. Right, I think that's the only vehicle that they have, but they um they're not still doing well. You know, about a, a year ago they posted a quarterly loss 
of $414 million. And uh, I, I, yeah, it's not pretty, but now they posted a first quarter net loss for 2022 of $1.6 billion. Doi! Yeah, and the revenue's only been $95 million, so it ain't pretty, especially because Wall Street thought that uh, they were going to be making $131 million. So, you know, people that think it's easy to start a manufacturing company, they need to start taking a look at some of these things like Faraday and Rivian and see that it, it's just not easy. You know, they've got problems with supply chain disruption. You know, material costs are going up. It's just not pretty. So if you've been waiting for your Rivian truck, you may be waiting just a little bit longer. So wow. that's, that's didn't, what uh, I can tell you. Didn't Ford have a big chunk of the, the money or in that? And they sold it back. So maybe oh. they saw that the writing was on the wall <laughs> and didn't want anything to do with it. And uh, this is oh. where Rivian sits today. So you might get your truck. Who knows? Oh, they they no. said that uh, they still have enough money to start production of a next generation mid-price vehicle at a new plant they're building in Georgia. But that's going to cost a whole lot of money, and they're not starting that till 2024. So oh. I don't know who's in charge over there, but it ain't pretty. Ay, 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 caramba. <laughs> um, and, you know, I heard also, of course, the price that they quoted for the trucks for people that raised their hands and said, I want one. Kind of a cool-looking vehicle. I mean, I think Motor Trend and uh, magazines drove them and said they were really nice. And great, that's cool, but you can't get one. But the price went up like a third in price or something. So, yeah, their prices went up, and and uh, Lucid's prices went up, and that's what's going on with the economy, and it's all a lot of trickle down. And you know, to segue into the next news item, when you talk about fuel prices, I don't know if you saw my horrible post on Facebook, but you know, I just filled up my small, you know, thirteen gallon tank for seventy dollars. Seventy dollars. Let me just, just tell you, absurd. I fill my truck up every week. And it's a hundred and right now between a hundred and eighty and a hundred and ninety dollars for a diesel pickup truck. It's absurd, isn't it? Well, yeah, and especially because I bought a six hundred fifty gallon tank. Hold on a sec. Hey Siri, what is six hundred and fifty times six dollars and fifty cents? Ready for this? No. Yeah, watch this. Okay. I found this on the web for what is six hundred and fifty times six dollars and fifty cents ready for this. <laughs> Oh, that's just, oh, she was supposed to give the answer. Let's see. Uh, well, I can figure it out. So 650 gallons <laughs> times, what are you paying? $6.50 a gallon for diesel. Uh, that's $4,225. Not a problem. <laughs> now, that's called filling up your tank. Yeah, wow. and emptying your, your, uh, your account, your bank account, for sure. Wow, so. that was the strangest answer I ever got from Siri. <laughs> Although, if you ask her what you do with a dead body, watch this. Hey, Siri, what do you do with a dead body? I don't have an answer for that. Oh, they took it away. She used to say the best thing to do is to bury it in the wrecking yard or something. <laughs> you know, it's like, what? Wait a minute. Well, it's... It's it was best a joke. Not saying that on the air, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I know, but it's hilarious. <laughs> it used to be that you could get away with it because the whole world wasn't so insane with the PC stuff. And today, now you know, there's no, there are no jokes that Siri can make. I'm sorry, Siri. Hold on. Okay. I mean, I, Siri, I gotta have a little talk with her during the break here. She's depressed. <laughs> are you depressed, Siri? I'm very depressed. See? Did you hear that? 
She's very <laughs> depressed. We'll take a break. <laughs> I'd be depressed, too, if I was Rivian or Lucid or any of these electric car companies. Everybody's saying, buy electric cars. Great. If you can get them, they're all going out of business. The word never carries a lot of weight. Never forget. Never settle. Never surrender. And now Dodge is proud to announce Never Lift, the full throttle rally cry of stepping on the gas and never letting up. With the 475 horsepower Durango SRT 392 and the muscle car dynamic duo Dodge Charger and Challenger and the introduction of Dodge Power Brokers, your official dealer for legendary direct connection performance parts. For more on the Never Lift mindset, go to Dodge.com. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. is The Drive with Alan Taylor. Well, I said something on the way out and the network called and said, you can't say that, that the electric car companies are going out of business. But I don't see how they can stay in business if they're reporting BJ Colleen. $1.6 billion loss for this company called Rivian. And Lucid is has got a very both vehicles are very nice. They've got nice vehicles, but they're not able to deliver these vehicles. So at some point, somebody's got to pull the the golden parachute and and um, sell to somebody because that's the only option. Otherwise, you just go out of business, right? Isn't that the other uh, option? I, it can be. But what's interesting about that is you know it's not just them that are hurting with supply line issues. I mean, look at what's going on with Bronco. People are getting tired of waiting for these vehicles yeah, the and they're going Bronco. elsewhere. You know, they're, they're turning to GM. They're looking at the new electric Hummer. There's a lot of things that people are doing. So it's great to produce a great car to show it off and let the public and let the, let the media see it and drive it. But eventually you have to produce vehicles for people. That's the bottom line. And if you don't, they're going elsewhere. And that's where that, that money is starting to disappear, especially from the startup electric vehicle company. So well, it's yeah. uh, kind of sad. I think the best thing going right now, and it could be something that people are overlooking, are these hybrid vehicles. As I've talked about many a times, I know Dodge is a sponsor and they're part of uh, Stellantis, but my daughter bought a Chrysler Pacifica hybrid. And the very first week that she owned the vehicle, she got 900, and I think she told me like 997 miles, almost 1,000 miles out of her first tank of fuel, okay? Because the first 30 miles is electric, and she's got a plug-in hybrid, so she plugs it in her garage at night, and in the morning, she got 30 miles of electric, okay? And she kind of tries to hypermile, so she drives kind of thoughtfully. She'll come over and see us and go do her business around town or whatever it is. And um, she doesn't use, you know, really any any gas. And if it's much, just a little tiny bit. And then she's home again and she plugs it back in. When they come to visit us, just so you know, for dinner or whatever, what do they do? They plug it into my garage. So, so but, they're stealing your energy. Yeah, but listen, great. <laughs> do I care? No, what's it going to cost me? A dollar, two ninety six. You know what? Who cares? But it's brilliant because now... They hardly use any gas. And my, my daughter says, Dad, I will never buy another car 
that isn't a hybrid like this one that's a plug-in hybrid. It's brilliant. I think it's brilliant, too. Why aren't more car companies doing this, going this way? We're driving a uh, Mercedes-Benz. I'm going to talk about it with George Kennedy next, which is a mild hybrid, not a plug-in. No no real, you know, I mean, it's a, it's, I think it's a performance thing. You may get a little bit of electric. It's just kind of a performance thing. I mean, this car, it's, a, it's amazing how fast it is. But why didn't they give it, like, 10 miles? 10 miles so you can go down to Safeway and back. Like, at your house, you get over to the, the grocery store and back if you had a little range, you know, a little 10, 15-mile range. And you have a hybrid, don't you? No, I don't. Oh, okay. But I'm considering it for my next one in about six months. So I'm we'll see. telling you, I'm absolutely telling you, the next car that I buy for my family car, it's going to be a plug-in hybrid. And I, the other thing is that the uh, okay, four- wait, 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 yes. we have to stop. Why? Where is Alan Taylor? What did you do with Alan Taylor? This <laughs> is not Alan. Taylor. I know. I, Alan Taylor no, is no, V8, no. V10, no, V12. No, gas that, that's fine. Power. Yeah, what, when it was three, you're you're you're, you're an imposter. Where yeah. is? I want to know. <laughs> I will tell you. <laughs> it's when gas hit six bucks a gallon. That's when Alan Taylor said, you know what? I do like, you know, I like my big diesel truck, but it gets, you know, 10, 12 miles the gallon, maybe 15, 17 on the highway, but it's a big one ton dually crew cab. So when I'm pulling a trailer, which I mostly do, that's great. But otherwise, I, I hate it. I hate this fuel price right now. So uh, and, and, and now you're playing right into the hands of the government. I know. I don't know what to do. What do you? Go- I know. What are you going to do? Though? What are you going to do? I know. I know. It's terrible. You, know? you vote. That's what you do. Well, you that's for sure. For that's coming up. But well, I, I still and, and think for families, it's a great idea. The plug-in hybrids. It is. You know? I agree. I agree. All right. Uh, we have to take a break again. Dang it! Did I riff for like three minutes or something? No, I just want to make oh. sure it's you. Oh, I'm you know, I want to play a different song. Hold still. There, but okay. much better. A little Bruce <laughs> Hornsby. Yeah, that's putting me in a more relaxed mood. You know, you got to calm the beast when gas is $6.50 a gallon. I got 650 gallons of gas, 650 gallons of diesel at my ranch. Cost 8,000 bucks to fill those two things up. What the hell? All right, I'll calm down. I'll calm down. BJ Colleen joining us talking about the news and then at the bottom of the hour, we're going to talk to George Kennedy. We've both been driving, we've been twinsing in the S Class Mercedes Benz S580. V8 twin turbo mild hybrid. Pass the poop on. We'll be right back. Discover the 2022 Subaru Forester Wilderness, the second member of the Subaru Wilderness family. Featuring 9.2 inches of ground clearance, standard symmetrical all wheel drive, and all terrain tires for increased off road capability. Plus, a design that's bold and protective at the same time. The Forester Wilderness unlocks a whole new level of adventure. Discover more at Subaru.com wilderness. Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. Hold on. Wait for it. Wait for it. When you go and run it out. I don't know the word, so I I just have to just... And, and now we know why we don't go to karaoke bars. I have to just mouth it. 
Oh, it's just, it's just, it's like how I feel right now. All right, I got to calm down. They're telling me calm down. I get the note, yeah. and, you know, it's like, bing, calm yourself down. Um, BJ Colleen joining us. My apologies. I have been. So, BJ, you're funny. You said, where's Alan Taylor? But come on. This is going to be the way it's going to be. We may see $10 gas, BJ. $10. All the Mendocino County in California is seeing around $9.50, $9.60. It's, so it's, it's, it's disgusting. It's it, it's it should be illegal. They got to impeach this idiot. Oh, did yeah, I say that yeah, on the yeah, air? Yeah. Oh, I think I but did that. say that. Let me say it again. They got to impeach this idiot. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Let me calm you down. Let's calm change down, the subject. Oh, okay? oh I just got, oh, I, I just got I see another your face text. Turning red. <laughs> yes, I, see I the know. Blood boiling. They say, do not oh. call the president an idiot. I, my apologies. Ah, not. You know, I mean, <laughs> looks, de- we had a beautiful world. And it's really getting ugly right now. And so, yes, it is getting and, ugly. And it is sure. changing. So, all right. Alan Taylor is changing. And that's sad. You said, where's Alan Taylor? Yeah, I want all these hybrids and electric things now because, you know, but, and I'm not going to be an idiot and buy an all electric vehicle only. I have 10 vehicles, but I could have one just like I have a golf cart that's electric, but I also have a, a Kawasaki mule that has an internal combustion engine. Because what happens if, you know, the electricity goes out? Oh, I could still drive and go take care of my cows. So, yeah, anyway, don't get me going. We need to change the name of the show, or you need to start a new show called The Farm Drive, you know, <laughs> where you can talk about tractors. I'm just going to call and, it The Farm. You know, yeah. The Farm. I like that. The yeah, Farm. Okay, right? that's a good one. Yeah. All right, let's change subjects. Okay. Let's calm you down a little calm bit. Down, calm down. And uh, talk about an interesting tack that the Genesis brand is taking. We hear some news from South Korea saying that Genesis is talking about and probably going to start making a new division called One of One. And, you know, you've been in collector cars. You know, you host Barrett Jackson all the time, Alan. One of One, when you're talking about a car, what does that mean to you? Well, I bought a One of One Viper, so I know exactly what it means because it adds value. It adds to the to the um, provenance of the vehicle. If it's a single One of One, there's only one. one they will not build another one like it. And I, so I said to, uh, well, the head of Dodge, Tim Kaniscus at the time, he's still the head of all passenger cars, but I said, Tim, I go, so if I pick out white with black wheels, with black leather, with red stitching, you're not going to build another one? He said, no, no, there's like, you know, 40 or 50 things on the list. He said, and we won't build one exactly alike it. There has to be something different. But it's still a one-of-one. One. So I did buy a one-of-one. One. I paid a little extra for it. I felt kind of proud. They gave me my, my little badge that goes right on the dash that says, one-of-one, one, specially built for Alan Taylor. And um, I, kept the, I kept the car three and a half years, and I sold it for more than I paid for it. And that's, that's why a person buys a one-of-one. So go ahead. Yeah, it makes you special. You're the only one that has something yeah. like that. And we know that Rolls Royce and some of the other luxury Bentley, they do things like that where you can choose it. But Genesis is actually starting to do this. They said it's going to announce it's one of one division this month. And it's going to basically be where you can go in and they're not going to start with everything right away. But they said that the range of customization options are going to be huge. You'll be able to modify anything from the powertrain and transmission to the seating arrangements, interior and exterior colors, and other options. So even though Genesis isn't come close to the pricing of a Bentley or a Rolls-Royce, it's kind of cool that you can do this kind of personalized program that the average guy can do. And yes, it's probably not going to be 50 or 60. It might be 70, 75. 
but still you're going to be the only one with that exterior color matched to that interior color matched to that powertrain and to what other options so it's kind of cool especially when the time comes to resell like you said the value will be there because there's only one like that so it's, well, it's, it's a cool idea it's what the, the british word for it is bespoke made for a bespoke. particular customer or user like a bespoke suit. Like I've had suits made for me before. Gosh, do they fit good? Until mm-hmm. you, you go on an ice cream binge and you gain eight <laughs> pounds, ten pounds. Then you can't even zip the zipper. I think it's a great idea. I think it's it's uh, interesting. It takes Genesis, which is the Hyundai upline, you might say their premium brand. It takes it to a, a higher level. I think it's a smart move. Yep, yeah. really cool. Mm. Okay, uh, real quick. For the North American Car Year, Car of the Year, and Truck of the Year, and Utility Vehicle of the Year, they announced the list of, of uh, people that are or vehicles that are involved in it, and it's just ridiculous. Car of the Year is the Actor Integra, BMW i4, Genesis G80 and 90, Mercedes C-Class, that Mercedes EQE, Nissan Z, Subaru WRX, we love our Subarus, yeah. Toyota GR Corolla, the Silverado, the Lightning F-150. The wow. Audi Q4, the Cadillac Lyric, the Fisker Ocean. I personally am really happy I'm not on the jury because there is no way, number one, I'd have time to drive all these vehicles. And number two, to pick a winner out of this group. It's just going to be almost impossible. You know what the you just said. The list just goes on and on. You just said something that made me smile. What? Pick a winner. <laughs> this is a nose-picking <laughs> thing, you know. Pick a winner. I haven't heard that no, it's in a car years. It's, I've heard that in years. It's talking about picking a winner. I'm going to be talking about the Mercedes S Class S580 with George Kennedy next. BJ, thank you. Love you. Thanks, Alan. Love you too. All right, pick a winner. We'll be right back with a real winner, George Kennedy. Shopping cars online is a hassle, or is it? You probably search this site, that site, browse here, search there. Who has the time or the patience? Autotempest.com is the Internet's best car shopping tool. With one easy search, see all the cars from the web's top car shopping sites all at once. Why browse some of the cars when Autotempest.com gives you everything? Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. This is The Drive with Alan Taylor. So as BJ Colleen has told me, Mercedes-Benz is going to be going fully upline to building really what they're known for, luxury cars. Now, I will admit that I've just spent the week driving the most luxurious thing I've driven in a long time. It's a 2022 Mercedes-Benz S, the S-Class, the big body, S580. It's a twin-turbo V8 mild hybrid. And oddly enough, George Kennedy III from Car Gurus, Boston Globe, U.S. News and World Report, Car Tender, and The Drive. Yes, all those things. He's a freelance automotive journalist. (laughs) (laughs) Can't just make up your mind and work for one. But anyway, you've been driving the exact same car, which made me laugh. It was even the same color. But we're we're on different coasts. I'm on the far, 
far uh, Pacific Northwest coast. You, of course, I'm inland 50 miles, but you are all the way over in Boston on the East Coast. So, right. um, but I, I feel like that, you know, it doesn't matter where you are, you're going to get the same drive experience unless you're in snow and ice or something. But you aren't because it's, uh, it's beautiful summer now, you might say, although summer is not officially here. I don't think, is summer officially here? What is it, June 12th I, I or something? I don't think so, but anytime it's above like 72 degrees for us, that is summertime. It is time to be at the marina. Right. This thing feels, this thing's right at home at the marina. But I will tell you, it's funny. I noticed George sends me his picture of his little sailboat and i send did i send you a picture of my little speedboat no i didn't i should have no you sent me pictures of your uh, your farm equipment oh yeah that's right my tractor but when you get off a tractor by the way let's just go there when you get off a tractor and you hop into the s580 omg so you know i mean especially the pillow it actually has a pillow on the headrest an actual pillow so, uh, I don't know. Where do you want to go with this, George? This is an awesome machine. Start it out. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's just like the height of luxury, right? I, you know, when we hear about cars like Tesla being like, hey, this is all new technology, pushing the envelope for electric cars. What I found interesting about the Mercedes is that it's using technology as the underlying stuff that makes all of the comfort goodies work, right? It's almost like a layer. And then you have this experience is the word I would use right. from the, from the way that you sit in it to the, to how the dash interacts with you, to the way that the backseat passengers can stretch out like first class chairs. Everything here is almost an elevation of what it is to interact with an automobile. Right. Well, you know, the guy, there's a, always a guy that makes the exchange of these cars, these test cars that we have. And he says to me, you know what, Alan, take your wife on a long drive or go somewhere, you know, and spend the night and, and really just get out on the highway and drive the singles. Your wife will love it. I said, are you kidding me? My wife's got so much to do. She, she doesn't want to go anywhere. She wants to stay home. I said, our biggest journey right now is to Costco, 24 miles. So where do we go? Costco. And I got to tell you, she goes, this is a big, it's got a huge trunk. Huge trunk. The last cars that has a truly huge trunk. Right. But, uh, yeah, she did like it, by the way. She was like, man, this is a nice car. But I want to tell you the one thing I, I didn't like. I don't know about you, but this car, you sit in it kind of strangely, I think. I don't know. Did you feel that way um, about it? I, You know, you and I are, as, as you often remind me, you and I are of different heights and sizes. <laughs> and uh, I, I was pretty at home sitting in it. Yeah. But I felt like it sits really low, low rider-ish. You know, like the belt line where you'd be looking out the window. Normally, used to be you put your arm out the window and, you know, your shoulder's not, your, your arm's not up above your shoulder. If I put my arm out this window, my elbow would be above my shoulder. That's how low it I was does sitting. Have, it does have pretty high shoulders, meaning like the belt line area. I think, you know, one of the things they do to accommodate for that is a whole host a suite of driver assistance features that keep you aware of your surroundings at all times. And we're talking, you know, blind spot, forward collision. There is some level of like hands-free right. driving or co coasting on the highway. I didn't really play with that too much. I um, did. But what I did play with was the, the dynamics control. And that was, I mean, this car is an air suspension. It's got four wheel steering. So the rear wheels can turn up to 10 degrees yes. left or right. 
What that does is it makes a car that barely fits in a garage bay handle like a car maybe two-thirds the size. Yeah, I tell you what, when we went to Costco, first of all, all the way there, we were using the massage seats. And I know you know about that, right? Because it has like, you know, I don't know what, I'm going to guess maybe six, five, four, five, six different flavors of massage, the heated massage and the... You know, the lower back and the upper back, all these different kinds of massages. More than my sailboat has, yeah. <laughs> right, there you go. And so by the time we got there, we were both very comfortable, wanted to, like, take a nap. I wanted to roll down the window and say, can you please pass the gray poupon? Yeah, but, can uh, you send in the person for the free samples and right, a hot dog right. and a uh, slice of pizza and, uh, and soda? So when I got to Costco, I, I thought, well, you know, I need to turn into this parking space. And I thought... Here goes a three-point turn, and dude, I turned that car, and it was like, zip, it went right in there, and then I went, oh, yeah, four-wheel steering. Isn't you know? that crazy? Yeah. So yeah. Well, uh, yeah. all I can say is it, the four-wheel steering is really, really nice, but you, yeah. I, I don't think I really noticed it until actually it was uh, going into a parking space. Right, when it's fully articulated, too, yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of the massaging seats, what's a really cool feature is that so Mercedes is one of the first brands that had like the driver attention system. And if, you know, it basically is an algorithm that now it scans your face, right? Like newer cars, they kind of scan your eyes. We're not before it used to be basically an algorithm of, you know, how long you've been on the road, what time of day it is. Right. And are you deviating? It can tell right away when you get in the car based yep. on your steering and, and pedal inputs, like who you are. And then are you deviating from that profile? If you've been on the road long enough, Mercedes will go, the car will go, hi, you've been on the road a long time. Would you like a refreshing experience <laughs> to, to wake you up? Right. And the massage gets like very intense yeah. and the, the, the air conditioning goes on like high and like a crazy, like jungle beat comes on the, the stereo. It's a really it's quite an experience. That's awesome. All right. Hold tight. The, the sad part is, and I, I apologize, Mercedes Benz uh, profusely, but I, I did get in the car after getting off my tractor i got off my tractor stepped into a giant pile of hot fresh cow manure and uh didn't realize that it was still some in the you know kind of in the the wedge of my boot which is now on that beautiful carpeting uh, but that's what they make steam cleaners for so we'll take a break and come i hope back. you guys to cherish your last mercedes <laughs> ever okay no, it's not. look cow poop's not gonna hurt anybody we'll be right back stay with us Why should you trust Brembo Brakes? Because 60 years of racing, testing, braking, and bettering. Because dogs in the road, indecisive squirrels, and that kid chasing the lost ball. Because tiny humans in the back seat and blind turns in front of you. Because every car should be equipped with the same kind of performance, safety, and comfort that manufacturers and professional drivers trust every day. Visit buybrimbo.com and learn more about the most trusted brakes in braking. Well, our show is brought to you in part by Subaru. Love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. And uh, George Kennedy joining us right now. You'll see his... uh, videos on car gurus and his uh, written stuff in the Boston Globe and U.S. News and World Report. And he's also the co-founder of Cartender. Uh, George, thank you for uh, doing this with us. It was funny that we were driving the same car here, so on, on different coasts and 
having uh, kind of the same experience. I, I This Mercedes-Benz S580 is a mild hybrid, and so it confused me a little bit because the first time I mashed on the gas, it was like shooting a cannonball out of a giant cannon, not a bullet out of a gun because it's, it's a big machine, right? And I felt like I was driving the howitzer bullet because it went right out. It's like, man, this thing hauled butt. This thing's a freight train. So this mild hybrid is part of the, is it part of the power equation that I felt? Right. So, I mean, there are hybrids like a Toyota Prius or even the BMW i3 where, like, it's the engine is uh, one component of a, a very complicated setup with electric motors right. and everything. Mild hybrid is, is something that's been around for a bit and automakers have gotten better at, and that is you're taking the traditional engine, in this case a twin-turbo 4-liter V8, and you're tacking on like different hybrid components. So I don't know exactly how they do it in this case, but I know Buick did it a while ago where they replaced the alternator or starter motor with like a starter generator, like an integrated electric motor. They beefed up the battery, and it's like a minimally invasive way of adding hybrid capability onto the onto the motor you know what you just said that is funny that it makes me kind of laugh actually it's only a four liter v8 right i know but from this you get 496 horsepower and 516 pound feet of torque so those turbos are doing uh, doing a good amount of work well twin turbo but remember if you remember if you're old enough when the old the old the original because now we have the new ford ranger back but when the the ranger you know, before it left, it left with a V6, four-liter V6, and so that's, that's right. A, and hey, my my XJ Cherokee had a inline, right? Inline yeah, six-cylinder. Yeah. <laughs> Both of those were what, maybe 150 horsepower. You know, I know, I know. <laughs> it looks forced induction. You can do more with less. Yes, right. But just think, little tiny pistons. It's got to be right. It's only four liters. Yeah, but but yeah, twin, I mean, look, it's twin turbo Mercedes. Mercedes is you know have for the past few years have been dominant in Formula One, and Formula One engines are the most efficient engines on the planet, right? It's like a one and a half liter V six twin turbo making a thousand horsepower. Right. So they know these guys know a thing or two about getting a lot from a little, right? Well, you wanted to uh, remind everybody that uh, Formula One this weekend. Uh, where where well, is well, Monaco? Not, not Formula One. Well, oh. technically, yes. Formula One is in Azerbaijan on Sunday. Oh, I'll that's be up right. at 7 watching that. Yeah. But only because I will already have been awake watching the 24 hours of Le Mans. Oh, that's that is right. That is my right. annual remote pilgrimage Okay, so to, to watch 24-hour racing. So, and it's complete insanity. Where is Azerbaijan? Where is that? I'm maybe off the Caspian Sea. I guess it's technically, you know, sort of as people are figuring out with the whole Ukraine thing, it's still technically Europe. And, yeah, it, it's proven to be one of the more exciting tracks on the calendar. Yeah, see, like me and Steve, Steve and Cole Smith, none of us know where the heck that is, but uh, it sounds like a fun place to go. It's, it's, on, it's always on ESPN in the, on Sunday morning. Yeah. You know, set your DVR to it so you don't have to wake up early. You know? <laughs> right, right, exactly. Okay, so back to this 2022 Mercedes-Benz S580. People are probably saying, well, how much was that thing? How much was yours? So the S580 starts at like 117 and with all of the goodies, including by the way, the matte paint finish and a bunch of other stuff, it was 150, 150,000. Okay. You know, I thought yours looked a little different color. Your car was silver, but it had a matte finish. Mine did not have a matte finish. 
I think that's probably the only difference. Yeah, I mean, this came with everything. Like you said, we have the same massaging seats. The interior looked very similar. One of the cool things about us having the car at the same time, we can kind of quiz, like you know, ask you other questions. Right. What did you think? Uh, did you get to play with the, the like the voice control client, like almost like their own version of Alexa? called mbux where you can just say hey mercedes you know i did not do that although i did pair my phone to it and i will say that it had amazing and everybody has gotten really good at this amazing sound system to be able to have a conversation with somebody my sister lives in texas and i called her and it was the first time i called my sister and it literally sounded so good it sounded like i was like in a theater the the quality of the sound system in these cars and and microphones. And I asked her, I go, how do I sound? She says, yeah, great. I said, I'm talking to you through the car. And I always like to see, because I was on the radio. I was on the the Art Bell show. I don't know if you remember that show many, many years ago. And I did a okay. whole two-hour show while I was driving from California to Oregon. I did the whole show in the car. It was a Chrysler 300. Amazing with the Uconnect, right. you know. You know, when we were talking about these these crazy prices, like, well, where does that money go? And I, a large part of it is that unseen stuff of insane sound deadening. So you're starting with a vault, right? right? So you're not getting road noise in there, right? Then you've got this insane Burmester 4D, who knows how many dozens of speakers sound system with the, I don't know if you noticed this, but the little tweeters at the bottom of the A-pillar by the dash that would, like, rotate when the, when the sound system turned on. Right. That's awesome. Um, yeah, just insane stuff. No, it's it's. Uh, listen, Mercedes is, I think, making a, a smart move, going full on premium, getting kind of getting rid of their um, entry level vehicles somewhere near in the future. But we'll talk more about that as we find out more about that. Talking with George Kennedy, we'll fin- finish off this car here just after the break. Stay with us. Never carries a lot of weight. Never forget. Never settle. Never surrender. And now Dodge is proud to announce Never Lift, the full throttle rally cry of stepping on the gas and never letting up. With the 475 horsepower Durango SRT 392 and the muscle car dynamic duo Dodge Charger and Challenger and the introduction of Dodge Power Brokers, your official dealer for legendary direct connection performance parts. For more on the Never Lift mindset, go to Dodge.com. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. This is The Drive with Alan Taylor and George Kennedy III. We're talking about a 2022 Mercedes-Benz S-Class. S as in psyched out. Well, that would be P, wouldn't it? P-S-Y... Yeah, I don't even know how to spell psyched out, but uh, S as in Sam. Uncle Sam wants you. Oh, it's German, so <laughs> it, w- it wouldn't be Uncle Sam, would it? Uh, the S-Class, S580. Um, Uncle Schlitz. <laughs> Uncle, what's that guy's name? Klaus Schwab, that's what it is. Okay, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> oh, my gosh. George Kennedy, so um, let's see. So 150000 bucks. And it was all the luxury a person could want. I did not even get in the back seat. Did you do that by any chance? 
I drove up to my parents' house and I drove my mom around town with her sitting in the back seat. What'd she say? <laughs> she was very impressed. And like they're not real car people, but like you can't deny that Mercedes has become like the gold standard for interior. Outside of Rolls Royce and Bentley, Mercedes is the gold standard for interior luxury, right? So that part of that added cost, by the way, the hundred and fifty is this had massaging all four seats it had four zone climate control it had power deploying sunshades that come out of the rear window air the rear side windows the more importantly this is like a chauffeur car you with the press of a button the front passenger seat goes all the way forward and the right rear seat reclines like a first class lounge seat yeah well I, i don't think there's anything really bad to say about this the hybrid part of it is obviously just kind of the part of the, I don't know, I guess the performance part of the package because normally you can go, you know, even maybe, what, 10 miles on, on all electric when it's a hybrid kind of a thing. This didn't, I don't think this had any of that. This is more like it can shut off. It, it, it allows it to shut off and stop, do the stop-start. BMW does that too. Maybe some low-level coasting, right? right? If, like below five miles an hour. One thing I will say, you were talking about pairing your phone. One of the most impressive things with this car is how well either like, I don't know if you have an Android or, or an iPhone, but how well those connectivity features like Apple CarPlay, like Android Auto present on this screen. Yeah. I've seen a lot of other brands right now kind of tuck it away and bake it in with all of their other stuff. When you put on Apple CarPlay and I want to put on Waze or Google Maps, it is the entire screen like nine inches by nine inches. That's how that stuff is supposed to be displayed. One other thing that I thought was interesting was the steering wheel controls were touch controls. Did you notice that? Right. And I I found that really neat. So that's sort of all part of the suite of the MBUX infotainment system. So it's like the, the advanced voice control that can understand like a conversational voice command, this giant digital screen in the middle, but then also these touch pads that the one on the right side of the steering wheel controls the center console the one on the left side of the steering wheel controls the instrument panel. Right. And, you know, we've always talked about, you know, liking hard controls and touch. Right. But that way, they're finally kind of getting the hint on how to be, how to develop that interaction between man and machine. Well, because like the radio, just turning the radio up and down, I go, where's, where, wait a minute, where's the knob? There's no knob. And I, oh, there it is. There, there's a little, you know, up, down. Haptic, touch, capacitive, like a, like yeah. a button on a microwave kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you, you actually slide your finger up on this tiny little thing. I mean, it's like, what is it? You know, three quarters of an inch. And you just slide in. And your finger, there's no button. It's touch control. So it's uh That would be the only qualm I have is that no matter how advanced the car gets, I think there should still be a hard button or dial. And yeah. I know with like BMW and Audi, there's still, there's like a, still a, a physical roller. Even if it's not a conventional dial, there's got to be something there that isn't reliant on, like, is there schmutz on my thumb, right? <laughs> right. Uh, I'm eating a hot dog and the, the ketchup on all my fingers because it, it's coming out everywhere. I got all of the free samples from Costco, and now I've got, you know, uh, honey mustard on my thumb, and I want to change the channel. <laughs> That's right. Well, you can always lick the steering wheel, I guess, you know. <laughs> anyway, uh, an absolutely beautiful, amazing luxury machine. The Mercedes-Benz S580 twin-turbo V8 mild hybrid, and it cannot have anything else on it. It was just absolutely, completely loaded. The only thing it could have would be a, a trailer that, uh, like an Airstream travel trailer, but now, you know. 
A Mercedes-Benz travel. Air and an Airstream trailer. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right, George. Thank you, sir. You're going to be watching the 24 Hours of Le Mans this weekend. And, yep, uh, I'll be holding vigil. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I don't know that I'll be watching any of those. I actually sometimes just wait and talk to you guys about it. It's easier for the highlights and the lowlights. Hey, leave it on in the background. Do your chores. Go tend to your farm. It's just good. It's good background stuff, you know? There you go. Speaking of background stuff, my cows are calling. That's it for me and George. <laughs> Thank you, George. Thanks a lot, Alan. All right. See you guys all next week. Same time, same channel. This is The Drive. Discover the 2022 Subaru Forester Wilderness, the second member of the Subaru Wilderness family. Featuring 9.2 inches of ground clearance, standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, and all-terrain tires for increased off-road capability. Plus, a design that's bold and protective at the same time. The Forester Wilderness unlocks a whole new level of adventure. Discover more at Subaru.com slash wilderness.